you're listening to Veg Your Best. There has never been a more important time to be vegan. At Veg Your Best, I want to help you. I want to help you limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products without feeling deprived, overwhelmed, or unsupported, even if no one you know is vegan. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a life coach. And I know that if I could go vegan in my 50s, with all my excuses, I know you can start moving in that direction too. Veg your best, and there's nothing you can't do. Episode 129. You already know enough to go vegan. Hello, veg heads and veg your besties. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Welcome. And this week, I want to start off by asking for a favor. If you or someone you know knows the author, Jonathan Safran Foer, would you please take the next couple of minutes to text him or email him or call him, like right now, and tell him I want him to be a guest on Veg Your Best? I'm not kidding. If you need a minute, we can wait. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's fine. Okay, you done that? All right, because Jonathan Safran Foer is a brilliant writer and I really, really want him on the, uh, on the, on the pod here. And you know, many of you may know him for his novels, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, and Everything is Illuminated. Uh, you could ask me about the film versions of those books, but I don't watch movies and I haven't seen them. It's, and have I not talked about that here on the, on the pod before? It's not a religious thing. I just don't watch movies. It's just the way things have unfolded. And I'm not blaming Ben Affleck or the last movie I saw, but I don't have any interest in going to movie theaters. I just don't really care about movies or films, as you're supposed to call them. But anyway, Jonathan Safran Foer is a writer. He's a novelist. I've read his novels, and I've also read some of his nonfiction, including Eating Animals, which I think came out in 2009, and more recently, uh, the book that kind of uh, started this episode today, his book, We Are the Weather, Saving the Planet Begins at Breakfast. That's the title. We Are the Weather, Saving the Planet Begins at Breakfast. So I was reading this book uh, and getting myself, actually rereading it, and getting myself in a bit of a spin because I so wanted to remember all the information, all the footnotes, all the pithy ways Jonathan Safran Foer had of explaining the facts and figures about the effect of animal agriculture on our planet, uh, the effect of animal agriculture on the ecosystems, greenhouse gases, climate change. And so I noticed that as I was rereading this book, there's simultaneously a voice in my head saying, Oh, did you get that? You didn't read that. Look at that again. Did you see that? Are you going to remember that? You better remember that. And I noticed I had this awareness of how I was almost unable to concentrate because there was a simultaneous translation going on in my head as I read about deforestation rates and water usage. And I think you can imagine that while I was doing this, 
reading and attacking myself about whether I was going to remember it, um, I think you can understand that, of course, I'm not going to be an amazing steward of the information and the message. And this is something we do all the time, and I see it in my clients all the time. Because our focus is scattered, and it makes things so much harder than they need to be. And when it comes to making change and growth harder, well, that really, uh, it translates to us giving up on things, being much smaller in our lives than we need to be. Because when we are busy focusing on what we're not doing right and what we don't know yet, what we haven't mastered yet, what we might do wrong, that's not a recipe for change and growth. But ladies and gentlemen, that is just how brains work. And when we are aware of it, when we know ahead of time how that happens, we can uh, design workarounds. But when we lose sight of that tendency of our brains to get so busy with what's wrong with us, rather than what we can actually do right now, when we don't have that awareness, uh, we end up throwing, throwing our hands up in the air and thinking there's something wrong with us or something wrong with our goal. Instead of just that it's brain's got a brain. I'm doing that thing again. It's been remarked in psychology and in brain science, this tendency. And honestly, I think it's especially, uh, especially common in smart people like you, my listeners, you, my clients. There's a tendency to discount what we do know and overemphasize this idea, that fantasy that someone else knows more. We have this tendency to think that if only we had that information, if only we had access to that book or that coach or that program or that degree or that guru or certificate or expert or footnote, then, then we'd be able to do the thing. Then we do that thing that needs doing, that thing we want to do. Typically, you know, typically here on Veg Your Best, that thing is how to limit and eliminate the animal products uh, from our consumption. And I see it all the time. I see it all the time. When some of you think you need that one more thing before you can actually decide to commit to a vegan practice. So often you need to know, well, what? You need to know some conclusive nutritional macros, some exact recipe for plant milk. Some of you need that perfect veggie burger recipe or the exact method of slaughtering pigs that you can uh, throw back in the face of your brother-in-law at uh, the dinner table or explain the way commercial fishing affects sea life and plastic pollution. You think you need to really understand all of it. You think you need to be able to express all of it. Sometimes you might be fixated on whether to get a blender or splurge on a Vitamix. Or maybe you need the Instapot. Don't we all need the Instapot? I think I did an episode that was inspired by my Instapot a long time ago. Uh, maybe you need a vegan meal kit. Or, or which is the best cookbook for plant-based nutrition? Or do I want to do a whole food, plant-based, no oil? Maybe I should first get that plant-based nutrition certificate from Cornell. And how do I know? Well, partially because I talk to you guys every week, but also because I did almost all those things myself. 
I spent a lot of brain cells and energy and focus on finding out, researching. Uh, while I was an excusatarian, I was reading reviews and studying and getting certificates. And ultimately, ultimately what I do most days is the most simple thing. I practice choosing plant-based things and I practice avoiding anything coming from an animal. So simple. The thing I knew first is the thing that makes the most difference every single day. So it's all of us. And yes, here, usually we're talking about what helps us create a happy, compassionate, and effortless vegan practice. But in the same way, you can substitute your current goal or plan if it's something something different because the way we create change is more or less the same. And the reasons we struggle with creating change, those are mostly the same, regardless of the topic. In our world, in the world of people who listen to podcasts or think about getting coaches, our adversaries are almost always ourselves. I'm not letting other people completely off the hook because they have some responsibility, but we can most of the time make better choices, uh, even with difficult others, if we are committed to taking full responsibility for ourselves. And by the way, it's generally impossible to change others. You only can change yourself. Sometimes it means putting some distance between you and someone else. Sometimes it means calling, uh, calling the cops. Okay, so I'm not saying anybody gets a free pass, but what I am saying is that for adults, we want to be always focused on the challenge of change in ourselves. The challenge is getting ourselves to do the things that we actually already know how to do. But if you're someone who's been gifted um, somewhat the way I have, with a real privilege of loving to learn, of access to information and education, you've probably had those dopamine hits that come with learning amazing things. And if you're someone who loves to learn, learning does feel amazing. I think learning is my love language. Even though I don't know what the real love languages are, I think they probably have their own list, but I think mine could only be learning things. So if, like me, you're drawn to research, you're drawn to learning and new facts and new ideas and new perspectives, um, and because periodically while you're doing that, you learn something mind-blowing, that dopamine hit wears off a little bit, and then you think, oh, I better go learn something else. <laughs> and it creates, it creates a narrative in your brain that the answer is out there, that the truth is out there somewhere. Someone there in the ether knows what we need and can tell us what to do. They can tell us the exact right way to do it. So we end up spending a lot more energy and focus trying to solve for questions like, what am I missing? What can they see or help me with that I don't know? And it can look like a positive thing. I mean, it can. It can look like a great character trait. So why, why am I kind of insinuating that it's a problem? It's because it stops you from concentrating on your power today to do what you do know already. When you're searching for what you don't know and can't see, 
it stops you from fully inhabiting the brilliant problem-solving creature that you are and doing what you already know how to do. And I know it might seem a little obvious. You might want to file that under dub, but ask yourself where it might be kind of true for you right now. Where are you not doing something today and instead you're searching, researching, Googling, signing up for groups, waiting, buying books, watching documentaries, looking through degree programs? Hmm? None of those things is a problem per se, but if it's coming from that energy of, I don't know, I'm not ready, I'm not capable yet, it can be a problem. I'd like to suggest that you're doing something very normal and also very unhelpful. And it doesn't mean that uh, learning more, staying open, focused on new solutions is negative in itself, but ask yourself, ask yourself how it feels. Is my interest, is my curiosity, is my energy coming from a sense of a sense that I'm already busy doing this and I know some new distinctions will be fun? Because that feels very light. That feels very easy. It doesn't feel rushed or urgent. There's no sense there that you need to be fixed or saved. It means you're already using information and you're ready to use some more. We can have a sense that we really want that next new thing and that next program or expert or cookbook or video training, but we want to shine our awareness on whether we're using the information and resources that we already have, or are we hiding? Are we hiding from doing what we know how to do? Are we waiting? Are we distracting ourselves? Because I want to suggest, if you're, if you're really aware, if you're not taking action on your plant-based or vegan practice because you don't think you know enough yet, that you don't have enough of something yet, that is not true. You already know enough to start going vegan. I want to suggest that you borrow a thought from my coaching practice that everything is already in place and that as you step forward and practice, you will learn more and more and everything you need will come into focus. So where do you find yourself right now? Where do you think I'm missing something? And where am I distracted and focused away from what I already could do pretty well today? I know some of you think that you're missing the information and the snappy answers for anti-vegan family members or, or a list of vegan groceries or the best cookbook or a new YouTube channel or podcast. I know, I know. And some of you think you don't stack up against some other vegans because you may be... Um, aren't feeling that you are climate activists or that you don't have all the scientific knowledge or nutritional expertise, you know enough to start going vegan. Notice if you are making the natural new hiccups and speed bumps of learning something new, notice if you're making that evidence that you're not ready. Notice if you're making it evidence that it's not the right goal and it's not the right time because it's normal. It's even healthy that there's information and that there are distinctions that you don't know yet. It's a good thing. And I'd like you to start trusting 
that the next teacher comes when the student is ready. But the student isn't ready if the student hasn't even started. Okay? This should feel mostly lovely. It should feel like curiosity. It should feel like challenge and wanting to take on new aspects of yourself. It should not feel obsessive and um, endlessly scrolling and striving. Direction trumps speed. You want to keep reorienting yourself in that direction that you want, that direction of a vegan practice. Keep going there. You know already how to do that. And yeah, of course, there are things you don't know yet or appreciate as you begin your goal. That's good and normal. Please keep training your brain to move forward and notice when you stop or when you freeze or when you get that analysis paralysis, needing to know more than you do. And yeah, you might feel some discomfort moving forward, but you can always go, oh, that's normal. I'm just going to focus on what I do know. I'm just going to focus on what I can do. I'm going to focus on what support and skills and resources that I already have. Yeah, it's normal for your brain to go all over the place. You might think you need to know what bycatch is coming from commercial fishing nets. You might think that you need to know the most highly rated omega supplements. Breathe. Okay? Breathe. There are tons of things you don't know. There are tons of things I don't know. It's true. It's true on every single topic in your life. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Not just this new goal. Please teach your brain. So number one, you want to feel some acceptance that it's true. Yeah, I have incomplete information in every area of my life, including this new goal, and that's okay. And two, there's at least one thing I know how to do right now. I know the next right decision. And three, I will always be learning more. And I will have a better way of evaluating and incorporating information because I am trusting myself to do what I know I can already do. So as Jonathan Safran Foer presented in his book, We Are the Weather, he offers a question. Will future generations distinguish between those of us who didn't believe in the science of global warming and those who said they did accept the science but failed to change their lives in response? I could try and learn. I could. I could try and learn and remember all the science in the book and how to argue it the way the author does. But ultimately, the author reminds us that it starts with what we eat and don't eat for breakfast. And yeah, you'll learn more. But first, start with what you do know. Now, if that's something you struggle with, if it's something someone you know is struggling with, it would be my honor to be your coach. Even in one free call, very often we can reframe the problem and implement a strategy. And that in itself can be such a huge relief. It can make whatever it is you're trying to change so much easier. And dare I say fun? Okay, I said it. I like things to be fun, even when they're important, even when they're serious. Okay, kids, you already know 
enough. You know enough to make consistent strides. You know enough to bring your energy and focus to what you do know how to do for a few weeks. See if that isn't exactly the kickstart you need. Or you can book a call and we'll figure it out together. You already know enough to be vegan. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So, until next week, make it easy and veg your best.